Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Monday, January 30th. Let's jump into today's top stories. Louisville has agreed to a 20-year, $41 million naming rights partnership with LNN Federal Credit Union and will rechristen Cardinal Stadium as LNN Federal Credit Union Stadium. Cardinals AD Josh Hurd says, From the beginning of this process, we have been very strategic with how we chose our naming rights gift. We wanted an entity that was aligned with our mission statement and invested in the community and the university. We've found that and more with the LNN Federal Credit Union and their leadership team. Mississippi State has received a $16.5 million gift from Michael and Valerie Hall, of which $1.5 million will support the renovations to Davis Wade Stadium and two fellowship positions for student-athletes. Bulldogs AD Zach Selman says, This transformative commitment will be felt across our department for years to come. It will not only enhance the overall experience of both our student-athletes and devoted fan base, but it will have an instrumental impact in continuing to prepare our student-athletes for life after college athletics. Former CIA Director Slash U.S. Secretary of Defense Slash NCAA Constitution Committee Chair Robert Gates tells me the press host, Chuck Todd he's hesitant to support federal intervention in college sports because, you usually end up with a solution you don't like, but the problem the athletic conferences are facing now, they're all multi-state conferences and every state is passing a different law with different rules, and so there's no consistency for any of the conferences. So, I think there is a need for a federal law that standardizes this so it's a level playing field. The athletic Scott Docterman answers a mailbag question regarding whether Iowa would benefit from new athletic department leadership by pointing out the longevity of Hawkeyes AD Gary Barda and football head coach Kirk Ferentz are rare, while also acknowledging there have been issues, including Title IX and gender discrimination losses in the courtroom, which have cost the department about $10 million in fees and settlements. Iowa has employed only three athletic directors since 1970, but there are some areas where Iowa could freshen up. Barta, 59, has a contract through June 2024. If he retires or a change takes place, new deputy athletic director Beth Getz is a solid candidate with a strong resume. Northern Iowa athletic director David Harris would get a strong look, too. The Pac-12 presidents and chancellors are scheduled to meet at Arizona State today for a quarterly meeting. The Mercury News's John Wilner adds, momentous topics are on the agenda, including what a source called an important update on the media rights negotiations that will help define the future of the conference. The ACC has asked its members to schedule most, if not all, of their future football non-conference road games at either Power 5 teams or Army West Point, the News & Observer's Luke DeCock reports. ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips says, those end up being individual campus decisions, but we have pushed hard about making sure when we have opportunities to play really good programs and teams in the non-conference, we need to do that. We just do. When you look at some of our better teams over the last three or four years, in particular a school like Clemson, that's what they've done. It doesn't mean all 12 of your games have to be at that level. But when you have the opportunity to play home games or home and homes, they need to be against the very best competition you can. We're working together to create better matchups and matchups that people around the country, their fans and others, would like to see. And certainly television would like to see. Oklahoma State's athletic budget will eclipse the $100 million mark for the first time in program history, when it takes effect in July. Cowboys AD Chad Weiberg notes, 
We believe that we are good stewards of our resources and we are spending those resources in the best way that we can to be competitive. That in the end is what we're here to do. Provide a great experience for our student athletes and compete because part of a good experience for our student athletes is the ability to compete. But we also want to provide them all the support in the process, whether that's academics or strength and conditioning or nutrition and all of those things that go into being successful on the field and in the classroom. Weiberg also notes OSU's debt service payments of $2.425 million are probably the lowest in the Big 12, but will increase in the next budget due to stadium renovations. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard Edition of D1T in 5 for Monday, January 30th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.